Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome to Tea Time Midlife Edition. I'm your host, Regina Young, and today we are talking about iridology. Is that a, the formula for midlife? Well, I our guess. special <laughs> guest is Birgit Luders. She is actually an iridologist and a brilliant one at that. Uh, she's a Paoli PA and uh, she has a wellness center. But I'll let her describe herself and tell you all about iridology. Welcome, Birgit. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be part of this tea party. Tea party. Yes. Like my tea. <laughs> what kind of tea um, Right. <laughs> Before we get started, what kind of tea you have today? I have my ginger lemon. Ah, very good. And the reason why, with my happy cup, the reason nice. why is because I've had my big lunch, and then after two hours, I feel like my belly is still full, so I need a little ginger. You know? <laughs> Sell it down. Yes. <laughs> I totally get that. Well, today I'm having sassafras tea. Well, mm. sassafras tea is absolutely delicious. I mean, it's, you know, smells good. At the same time, it is known for reducing arthritis mm. as well as it improves UTIs. But, you know, mm-hmm. you know, definitely consult your doctor herbalist, which Brigitte is an herbalist. <laughs> yeah, that's all kind of like my field. That's why I'm so happy we're drinking tea. <laughs> yeah, but you got to make sure it fits in your health regimen. There's other things yes. that we so yeah. please, um, thank you, thank you for joining Tea Time Midlife Edition. But um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Now I know you, but you know everybody else is going to get to know you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to give you the short version. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to talk for an hour? No. <laughs> okay, the short version is I'm an herbalist, wellness coach, and iridologist, but actually also an iridology instructor. So that's one thing. And also uh, my biggest accomplishment right now that I'm trying to brag with is that I'm the president of the International Audiology Association, which makes it really exciting because um, it's, it's almost like I have a hobby and I become now the main person to talk to everybody who loves to do iridology or practice iridology. So wow. my business itself is called beardedcare.com. And Beat Care is a wellness coaching program. I, of course, use herbs, like we already talked about it, because my, my therapy is being an herbalist. But with wellness coaching, I use food as our medication. Mm. So what I'm really trying to accomplish with my clients is that one day they have perfected the diet suited individual to their needs. So they don't even need that many herbs either. 
What I noticed is herbs are still kind of a medicinal property. So just because it's herb doesn't mean you should take like bags full of herbs. And I, I noticed this happens sometimes, uh, especially the more we get into midlife. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the more we go into midlife, right? The more like herbs you want to take, or herb for this symptom, that symptoms, this symptom, that symptom. And then that can get a little bit expensive as well. Yes. Right? And that's what I really found out with my clients when they come to me, uh, analyze through the eyes, what is the best fit? Because iridology is actually the genetic blueprint of your strengths and weaknesses of your genetic organ system. That's how I kind of get an insight. It's almost like your manual. I like I'm allowed to look at your manual Mm -hmm. and I know how your machine is running. And by knowing that from the DNA or genetics, I'm able to find out what herbs are more successful and which one we really don't need to take. So the eyes really are the window to the soul. Yes. (laughs) Or every organ. (laughs) No, it's so funny because I use a neurology camera, which is like a digital camera, or I tell my clients nowadays to take pictures with their phone, you know what I mean? Because the phones have great, great pictures. But sometimes when it like long time ago when we still met people right yes <laughs> and we yes. were in person <laughs> yes yes when we were then <laughs> people were like after they hear what i'm doing they kind of look down because they think i can read their eyes but <laughs> don't worry <laughs> well, i mean i, I want to ask a question how did you get into iridology like Well, how I got into iridology was that I was always looking for that next best thing. It's kind of like, you know, how people are addicted to the best next technology. Yes. I was addicted for the next best natural remedy. And so, especially from my past being from Europe in Austria, we have lots of natural remedies around us. We just born into it you know like it's just something that's given to us if you ever go to Vienna or to Austria and you ask each person on the street they can tell you all the major 10 most important herbs in their life wow because we're just growing up with that like I grew up running to my grandmother to her farmhouse and she had those big mason jars at the window seal you know yes arnica so if she has scraped she puts arnica oil on so she had to infuse the oil with the herb of the arnica or you know she had other infusions there that she needed for her time right now you know either for a period cramping or menopause, but I grew up seeing always those jars of herbs inside, you know, and I was just mesmerized with that. And that's how I grew up with. So that's, well, now, now, of course, I'm going to ask, what are the 10 herbs that you have in your life that you use, you know, period? Exactly. The first one is lemon balm is my essential oil that always enhances your spirit. It's it's very uh, citrusy. It's yes. it's very calming. It lifts up your spirit, but at the same time, it calms you down. Since I'm a mom with an online school kid at home and running a business, you can see that I sniff it like all day long. <laughs> Try to help the cause. <laughs> 
<laughs> Another one of my favorite is peppermint. Peppermint is I such see. a basic, you know what I mean? But yes. unfortunately, you know, people think that you need to be more you know, exotic with that one, right? Yes. It's good for, you know, giving you energy. It's also good for your uh, uh, sub, uh, digestive system, which I use it most of the time because that's my weakness. Another one that I love is nettle. Nettle is one that we kind of kill the weeds out, right, from outside. But nettle actually has the highest amount of vitamins and minerals and nutrients. So I grew up of like, you know, putting a little bit nettle herbs in a mason jar and I pour it up with hot water and I let it soak overnight. And then the next day I sieve it out and it has one of the only plants has the highest amount of iron. So it's easy absorbable iron and alkaline, which doesn't exist, you know, because most people know when you have to take iron supplements, then it interferes with, you know, your bowel movements and you can have one of those side effects. But nettle has so much nutrients that we as herbalists always say, in any doubt, take nettle. (laughs) Oh, wow. Thank you for the tip. Look. You heard it here at Tea Time Midlife Edition. <laughs> exactly. And then my fourth one is dandelion. Oh, Still very great. Very, very basic one, but it's blood sugar, you know. And, you know, when we get older, we just don't have the ability to absorb our sugar that good into our muscle system. And that's why we have a higher risk of, you know, uh, diabetes or blood yes. sugar imbalances when we get older. Mm-hmm. And my next one is raspberry leaves. Raspberry leaves is all for hormones for female reproductive system and it also tastes good and everything that i tell you is pretty much teas because the herbal world hasn't been encapsulated until it got into the western world you know we love to encapsulate everything so a real herbalist actually never really takes pills we're making those concoctions they taste awful and distinct but (laughs) but they're they're working Yes. And, and you can it, drink it. <laughs> yes. And you can really, really drink it because it, it gets right into the bloodstream and yes. into your lymphatic system. Awesome. And then now, right now for, you know, the, the fall and, you know, COVID is back up. And so my other three uh, herbs that I love is uh, echinacea. Echinacea yep. is always a great one. Oregano oil is great when you have a bacterial infection, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. olive leaves is another one that I love for the immune system to enhance. Wow. Well, and thank- when you really have a bacterial infection, take golden seal. Go- my friend, my yeah. friend. It doesn't taste like my friend, but it is my friend. It's <laughs> 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 very effective. My mother, uh, you know, she never had a background as a herbalist, but she lived by the book called Back to Eden. You know, yeah. and, and that was our journey. And that's where we started around the herbs. And see, this is why I told you all my, my like friendly kind of herbs, because yes. they don't change dynamic. They just support. They're not extreme and aggressive. Exactly. You know, like sometimes when we go too deep into aggressive herbs and then we keep taking them for a long time, we don't teach the body to heal itself. Very true. Very true. It's still, um, it's, it's, it's healing some herbs but uh, um, your body doesn't get to do the work. The herbs are doing yeah. the work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just based on what you're saying, I really get that there is a difference in the way you grew up in Austria 
um, mm -hmm. around herbs. What's the difference between America and like Austria? Because, you know, and, mm -hmm. and with iridology and herbal, you know, herbalness, uh, what's the difference? The, the, the difference is the conflict between both worlds, you know? So the conflict in America is between the medical world and the herbal world. Yes. yes. And I'm not even taking sides right now. Let me talk about bad about my own herbalist. Yes, <laughs> you know yes. I mean? What happens is when you're an herbalist, I met some herbalists in the beginning when I came over from Europe, right? And they were bragging that they'll never give their children antibiotics. And I'm like turning to them, I'm like, well, that's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm living in 2020. So when my, well, the major rule is that you try out your herbs when you have an infection or something very severe for three days. It's the three, three, three rule, three days, three weeks or three months. So three days when you have something very extreme. So I try with my kids, you know, the natural herbal remedies when they have fever. If it doesn't work anymore and they've gone too far, then you know what? You will see me at the pediatrician and I yeah. might antibiotics and I have no problem whatsoever right and oh, yeah. and I noticed there's such a conflict as you when you are a natural therapist you you are so proud of never touching the medical world's offers right wow. and I feel like uh in in Europe it's more we're 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 we like each other you know like First, we work on them and then we push them over to the medical world or the medical doctor sends them over to us and tells them, hey, listen, we can really do so much, but I know you can do something with them. Absolutely. And that's, uh, I learned that since New York, uh, I was living in New York and that was the thing. I, um, I got to a point where I'd walk out the door and I was sick. It was just like every, it was, I don't know toxicity level, the uh, just everything. And, you know, I went to a doctor and oh, the, the test said I was fine. And I'm like, but that's not how I'm feeling. So yeah. then I researched an iridologist and it worked brilliantly. Actually, since I moved back from New York, I actually found you as the teacher of iridology. And I was like, well, that's the person for me. And I can't even tell you what a difference you've made in my life. I mean, awesome. uh, from, uh, I think you remember, and I'm going to ask you, like, some of your cases, your worst case scenario, and mm -hmm. what a difference you made. But for mine, I was coughing for like six or eight months. And I went to an ear, nose, throat doctor. I went to a pulmonologist just to make sure everything was okay, that I'm not coughing myself uh, off rhythm. And I went to you, and would you know, through herbs and a color uh, puncturist mm -hmm. puncture, um, I was able to, uh, like two sessions, I was back in order and I hadn't coughed since. I was like, unbelievable. But yeah. I was so grateful that I found you. So, and now you're my first video. <laughs> <laughs> but give us a, a worst case scenario where you made such a huge shift just by, uh, you know, using your expertise and uh, helping the person back to health. You know, because uh, it's the midlife kind of tea party kind of yes. set. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the female bodies. And yes. we do go to shifting, you know, and, and sometimes when we come into menopause, then it's true we're not producing enough estrogen. And then it's true that we can have more achy joints, right? Yes. 
And, and that's just something that just happens to us. But unfortunately, when people have achy joints, then it's being caught up as, okay, lack of estrogen, and then just live with it. So yes. then they live with it for a while, <laughs> up, uh, um, unfortunately. And then a client comes to me, and finally diagnosed with uh, rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis mm-hmm. and all that. And for her, she should have gotten the warning not about being low on estrogen. Instead, she should have been getting a warning that she needs to change her diet. Oh. So what happens is a lot of times when clients come to me, they don't get the warning. When you have achy joints, it's not always our hormones. And this is where I'm getting upset because most of the time as women, we're being declared always as, yeah, that's the menopause. Yeah, it's premenopause. Yeah, uh-huh. it's yeah. a mess. Yeah. Instead of really looking into it or referring herbalists and say, you know what, maybe you have joint pain, so maybe an herbalist can help you. Oh, so what really happened great. with that uh, client was she comes to me and she had rheumatoid arthritis. She had severe allergies to every kind of food. Mm-hmm. literally so severe that you need an injection for allergies, which already makes your body so uh, acidic. So then the joint pain came into place because she's not absorbing her nutrients, correct? So it was like literally to a certain point that this poor woman came to me and she could only eat two or three things per day because wow. everything was on the list of being allergic to it, Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm telling you that story because it resonates with a lot of us. Yes. So when we are allergic to some foods, then we leave them out, right? Yeah. Then we try this. But what happened with her, she was in the autoimmune system disorder already where the body started attacking itself. So she had joint pains already attacking all the food she ever ate. So in this case, I needed to go in and find out what she was eating. Turns out she was completely deficient on magnesium, selenium, iodine, all the nutrients because her digestive system didn't absorb it. So we went back all the way back in her eyes and the eyes showed severe digestive issues, Mm. which started the whole thing with acid reflux blocker. So it's a, a trigger effect. Yes. Yes. So can yes. You see how I'm going? She took the acid reflux, so which blocked the absorption of the nutrients. She oh. went from menopause, so there was no nothing wrong actually, but the joint pain was started because she didn't absorb her magnesium and nutrients. Wow. Right? And then it got worse and worse. And then her allergies got worse and worse because her immune system was deficient, you know, nutrients. So you can see without your allergy, I would have never found out to go into the digestive system when she told me it might have been because she doesn't have enough estrogen. Do you see? Like, I do. So the I, formula is when you go to a regular doctor, anything wrong after over or near 50, it's yeah. menopause, correct? <laughs> Okay, got it. <laughs> it may not be right, but okay, that's where we're <laughs> that's where we start and that's where we stay. And unfortunately, they're uh, uh, are, are trying to uh, mask with uh, pills and things like that. Yeah. Uh, menopause symptoms, unfortunately, not really getting at the source of where the yes. real problem lies, and that's why iridology and and you know, yeah. with an herbalist can make all the difference. I do agree. Because what I found with iridology is before symptoms or even after symptoms, you can do something. But with medicine, it is truly after symptoms. They're not preventing yes. anything. 
So, yes. yeah. And that's why I'm like, I talked to once like a um, long, long time ago. Let's go back like to the 17th century. Menopause okay. was considered a normal way of life. It wasn't considered a disease, mm. right? Nowadays, I feel like when we get into menopause, we're already told all the problems we will have with it. So we mentally prepare ourselves already of getting sick when menopause comes on. Yes. You see? So I, yes. I'm a big believer in affirmation. Yep. Oh, awesome. Right? So if I'm affirmed to myself, like right now, I'm like 49. So I'm two, three years, I'm going to be a freaking mess, probably. <laughs> <laughs> got the formula down look yeah it's <laughs> told you know i'm like i might be made a positive for years so i I'm, I'm hold on sit tight in this in this you know roller coaster and be prepared but you know what my grandmother was always my my role model and she said to me when i asked her very very young it was like mid 20 20s i said Grandma, what, what problems did you have with menopause? Because I wanted to know what I will have, you know? Yes. <laughs> and she's like, yes. she's like, you know what? Someday I just like slowly had less, you know, period. And then it just stopped and that was it. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, but grandma, didn't you know that you should be hot mess? Yeah. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> you see what I mean? And, and yes. that's, that's where it's at. And then unfortunately, we're doing this hormonal therapies, you know, some doctors yes. do that. And then I have clients, they're like in their mid-60s, and they still take those hormones to produce the estrogen, wow. like ovulating, which is not naturally. Do you see what I mean? Wow, yes. Because they suppress their own path of going into menopause and in aging, correct? Let the body do what it should do, mm. you know? Yes. So sometimes, especially with us women, we need to let the body do its own thing and, and not doctor so much around and, and, and not get worried too much what's going on. That is really right. true because <laughs> a lot of it is the mental story that we've been told. Yes. And so we're, we're looking for it. And, you know, yes. yeah, it's like it's almost like a self-fulfilled prophecy at one point. Yeah. versus uh, um, finding an alternative way to deal with menopause. Yeah. Other more, more, I found, effective ways. Um, um, can you mention some uh, um, herbs around menopause that women should consider looking at? And of course, you know, getting mm-hmm. help from an iridologist and an herbalist. And I'm going to mm-hmm. ask, ask with this question, and with this question, um, how can someone find an iridologist they're part of the world if they're looking mm-hmm. for well the number one herb that every woman should know around you know 50s whenever you know menopause hit or you're in the midst of is black cohosh black cohosh really oh, works absolutely. it really does black cohosh is about our hot flashes where you have little temperature irregulation because that is normal you know suddenly you get hot you know yes. and and so black cohosh is the one that really dampens it and and balances it so it doesn't change anything on the natural way of the body wants to go into this next phase of life it just balances you know the the spikes the yes. little off so that's why i'm a big fan of black cohosh Honestly, that's okay. that's one thing that everybody should know that we should tell it from one generation to the next. I agree because right. um, the the only way I found out about black cohosh is because I, at first I went to all my aunts 
and they had mm-hmm. different reasons why they never even had menopause. And I was like, we go. really? Wow. Yeah. So then I found a girl at work who was going through it and she, we were friends and she was you know, like, I say a safe person. Yeah. You know, there's a stigma around yeah. being in menopause, <laughs> which yeah. makes no sense. It's a natural way of the body. But yeah. uh, um, we, we started researching and Black Cohosh was one of the things. So yeah. I was very yeah. excited. Um, yeah. So, and finding iridologists is actually interesting because um, you can, of course, Google it, right? Yes, um, yeah. But here's the thing. You can also go onto the International Iridology Practitioner Association website all over the world, and we have every single certified iridologist on their website. So if you happen to be in Vienna, you'll find one. If you happen to be in Japan, you'll find one. Even in in um, Sri Lanka, I know somebody. <laughs> so it's wow. really everywhere. And those are great. Um, this is a great way to find a good one because unfortunately it's not, uh, you know, organized here in America who is certified, who is not. And so you want to really pick uh, iridologist who has the highest form of education, you know, the most current education. And you would find that under the uh, IPA association, it's IIPAassociation.org. Okay. So how can we find you? Yeah, is there yeah. a, yes. my you can find me on birgitcare.com for my wellness coaching individually and if some uh people listen to this podcast who are already in a natural therapies and treatments and they would like to have an extra assessment tool for their practice they can go and sign up for my iridology courses and those are found on centerforiridology.com so I have an extra website with all my TV interviews, with all like information about how to become certified in neurology. Well, I heard from the grapevine that you have a book coming out in, uh, in the yeah. next couple of months. Tell me really briefly um, a little bit about that. Well, Regina, that's why we, I'm so happy that we learned to know each other because yes. the book is called Unstoppable Women overcoming mediocrity yes part of it and so um same thing like unstoppable in the beginning i didn't realize i was that unstoppable but at the end we really are when we run with something that we believe so heavily about it you know i really believe so strongly into the power of having a natural assessment tool like iridology and using food as your medicine that i would climb up the highest mountain and so scream it down the mountain right and tell everybody about it so that book is a great opportunity to tell my story Mm. that i have how i how iridology discovered me or how i discovered iridology i'm not quite sure (laughs) (laughs) so something opened up (laughs) right like i don't know like i always feel like you know we we carry on like a passion inside and then suddenly this pandora box opens up when you trigger something and it just resonates so deeply with you And that was how I discovered iridology when I started to use it the first time. And now I can't stop talking about it. And it's been 20 years. (laughs) I can see why you're an ambassador because you're a great uh, person to to, to talk about iridology as well as uh, cannot wait to read your story. How can they find the book Unstoppable Woman um, Overcoming Mediocrity? 
Um, I have a link right now for the pre-launch on my website called beitcare.com and okay. centerforiodology.com. And, uh, you know, Facebook, like the people should befriend themselves with me. That would be fun because yes. I have all sorts of little uh, things going on. I have interviews like, you know, your podcast right now. I have interviews with another event that I'm going to be. It's called the Wellness uh a virtual conference. Yes. And I've actually happened to be in person at my first expo since February <gasps> in Hamburg, Pennsylvania, next weekend. Wow. Yes. So they have cleared, like, made sure the tables are six feet apart and we're going to have our masks on. But people are ready to come out and see their therapists or, or see, you know, like-minded people. And yes. so they have a big enough hall in the convention hall and we're, we're ready to um, meet people in person again. So I will give a talk there. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're a listener um, close to the area of Hamburg, they should really check it out. It's called the Inner Light, in, the Inner Light Empowerment Expo. Awesome. So, well, thank you. Find it on my Facebook. So if they interested. It sounds like, yeah, that's where I'm, I'm hanging here. out. <laughs> well, um, the information for your Facebook page and uh, um, your uh, wellness center and everything else will be listed below in awesome. uh, uh, the the podcast uh, box underneath Perfect. the podcast uh, okay. information. So, but thank you, Bergie. Thank, thank you for being on the uh, Tea Time Midlife Edition. And I look forward to having you back, uh, you know, as, as uh, time passes and see where you're at and what you're creating um, moving forward. Sharing some more great stories of uh, people who made such a difference and just with iridology yeah. and herbal. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I loved it. Awesome. Cheers. Have Bye. a good day. This has been Tea Time Midlife Edition. Cheers. It's Tea Time Midlife Edition. <laughs>